Rick, uh, get in tune with DSP and precise. Taking this podcast thing to different heights. If you nice, then pull up on them, get on the mic. They showcase talent and speak on real life. If you got a business, they promote to get cash. So tune in now to the Blast Podcast. Rick. Podcast. Precise, man. You are an artist or creator out there. Come catch these vibes. Right, so I got a quick question for you. I think he follows the IG page. I think he follows the IG page. Because I see him like, 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 like it. I see him like it. Every time I post something about FTC Wayne, that's dope. That's dope. We love it. I wish you nothing but success, bro. For real, for real. We love it. I wish you nothing but success, bro. For real, for real. Success, 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 success. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. Because you're gonna love this shit. It's really, really good. Culture wings. Make sure you follow them, man. Don't forget the last podcast. You can just say our names, save a little money, and get free fries. All right, next up, yo, precise man. How did you feel when I told you? I was so happy to have you. This is fam. We all. You also understand ownership because before you guys came on here, we were talking about ownership and how important it was. I guess um, we want to jump right into it. Yo, 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 what's going on, family? It's me, Brother DSP. What's good, what's good? It's your man, Precise. What's good? What up? We are back. You are now listening to The Blast podcast podcast baby oh man we truly appreciate the feedback the support the the everything that you guys do because that's why we keep going um i wanted to mention that this show here is not going to take breaks the other programs that may pop up under this platform will take breaks you know but this one right here we're going to try and bring you consistently Every week, all the time, Sundays, yes, sir. every morning. Yes, sir. What's good, Precise? Talk to the people, man. Chilling, man. What up, y'all? What up, y'all? I know I've been away for a minute, man. Life got hands, yo. Yes, they that's do. What, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's it. Say, that's you know it, I mean? man. We still here, Blast Podcast, bringing it to you live. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to touch on a lot of topics yes. and a lot of things been going on. Yes. I've been looking forward to this moment, man. Back yeah. in gear. You know I mean? Yeah, right back in gear. Welcome back, brother. Thank you, my Truly man. Thank appreciate you, thank you, you coming you. back. You know what I mean? Of it wouldn't course. be the pod without you here. You know what I'm saying? But, thank you know, you, we got to continue to bring the people yeah. the content. We Maintain consistency. Absolutely. Apply that pressure. Shout out to Rico. Shout out to Rico. <laughs> Big shout out, shout to, out Rico. to Rico. For real, for real. But, like, we got to continue to do that because if, if people notice that we're continuing the mm-hmm. content mm-hmm. and it's the content that we're known for... Mm-hmm. They're going to continue to listen. They're going to be like, you know what? Let's listen to these guys every week. They respect the consistency. Yeah, I think... And the content. I think that's why a lot of other podcasts, you know, that are major, Mm -hmm. are major because the consistency. And plus, a lot of them already had a large platform. Right. You know what I mean? They're just entering a new, I guess, part of their legacy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like the uh, Gillian Wallows. Yeah, And the Joe Buttons. And you know what I mean? Those guys... They already had a large platform elsewhere, mm-hmm. but once they came to the podcast world and the TIs for sure, yeah. like TI, he made movies, like he did all everything. Over, all over. And now he came out with Expeditiously, mm-hmm. took off immediately. Because who doesn't yeah. want to listen to TI talk? 
Yeah. T.I., man, he's got he's quite, got quite the vocabulary. Yes, man. he does. So the, po- <laughs> so the podcast world is perfect mm-hmm. for a man like T.I. I mean, although he, although he was saying some crazy stuff not too long ago with the whole Hyman situation, yeah, 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 yeah. that that was that was that was nuts. That was yeah, a bit he, nuts. Um, I heard he did red table talk with uh. James yeah, I heard. I heard he apologized. He apologized, did he? Yeah, I heard that he was like, well, I don't know if he apologized. I shouldn't say that. That's like kind yeah, of. Yeah, he doesn't seem like the type. Yeah, I think he was more like understanding what other people were saying about his point of view. Okay. I don't think he took his point of view back because. No one's going to tell him another person how to parent. Right. But, like, I think he was like, all right, I'm more, I, I understand where people are coming from. I'm yeah. not going to tell them, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't make sense to me. He kept it respectable. Yeah, I was like, I understand. And plus, he was around a lot of, you know, notable women. I don't think he was going to go up there while now. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to, yeah, check yeah, my. Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't going to do all that. You know what I mean? He wasn't going to be, he was you too know. He's way outnumbered. He's way outnumbered. Way outnumbered. And you, like I said, they're notable women, like mm-hmm. Jada Pinkett. That's all I have to say. Like, it's you her platform. Crazy, right? Yeah, you exactly. can't, you're not going to go, too, go exactly. up to a notable woman's platform mm-hmm. and disrespect women. No. Especially if they already expressed that, yo, this is, you know, kind of crazy, T.I. You know? Like, if that's, if that's what you do, keep it to yourself. Yeah. The simple fact that you put it out there, you that gave... That was kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a bit much. Man. I mean, I, I think what he was trying to do was um, let the world know that him and his daughter have that kind of relationship where they can build like that. But yeah, he just... He could have used other examples. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That's my whole there. thing. He definitely could have went elsewhere with he that. He just went straight to the extreme with that. And yeah, and it was very boastful. You know what I mean? And I was like, me as a man, I don't I can't really say things like, yo, he wild out as a parent because I don't have any kids. But yeah, like yeah. me personally, I know if I had a daughter and she was about 18 years old, mm-hmm. I don't think I would be talking about her hymen in the public world, national television, you know, recording. It's too much. It's That's too much. Too, it's way too much. Way man. too much. And it's I know how much. people are. I just Dude, I, the way the climate is right now, hypersensitive. What? Very hypersensitive. Super. And he should have known he was going to get a lot of backlash. Yeah, that's from why. The, from the female community. But if you, if, I don't he know if you, if that. you heard some, if you read some reports, some people were saying, oh, he just did that for content purposes to promote expeditiously. And I was like, I don't know. I think he was dead serious. He was dead serious because <laughs> the thing is. You know what I'm saying? There's a bunch of other things he could do. And he doesn't have to do too much because he's T.I. He's T.I. He's, he's already known. Like, come on. He still got to do promo and marketing. Yeah. But there could have been other ways. He could. But, you know, they yeah, say like, controversy sells. They say controversy sells. That's why I think a lot of people felt yeah. like, yo, he, he did that for that. And I was like, nah, I think, one, he didn't care about the hypersensitivity of the climate. Mm-hmm. And two, he dead ass feels that way. I feel, I feel that <laughs> Like, that's, he's like, yo, no. Like, me and my daughter really give it up like that. Like, like yeah, you go in there, do your thing, and I'm going to check your report. That's it. And I'm like, oh, damn, you didn't have to tell the world, but. Yeah, he did, he did it, man. He did it, man. He really didn't have to do that, but. Uh. Yeah. That's T.I. <laughs> that's that's T.I., that's man. man. I didn't mean to jump into T.I. I just, it just popped that's out of right. nowhere. You know how we do with yeah. the tangents. I did, You know how we always do. We like usually start with the sports. There was a topic that you had. 
I do want to big this guy up because from what I've seen, mm-hmm. like highlights wise, stat wise, and and posts on IG, I don't even have to watch the games. Yeah, I could just see, yeah, yeah. I could just they, scroll they, they through IG on, on a Sunday. Yeah, I could see mad highlights. I'm like, thank mm-hmm. you. I don't even have to watch the NFL. Thanks, guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The highlights are right there on my timeline. And I'm like, you know what? Let me see what this kid, Lamar Jackson, is doing. Amazing. <sighs> Amazing. Very uh, Mike Vickish, man. But actually, he's very himself-ish because Thank he's, you. he's broken the record for Mike Vick. Yes. For rushing yards as a quarterback. That's you know? the topic that you wanted to discuss. And I was like, dude, let's do it. I want to I start with Bro. that because he's a baller, man. He is, absolutely, yo. Absolutely. And I love I love stories of black quarterbacks that succeed. Yeah. Thank you, brother. I love that. Thank yo. you. I love that. Because you know how they used to treat black quarterbacks mm-hmm. before the Cordell Stewarts. You right, know what I mean? Right, Warren right. Moon had to go play in the Canadian League before mm-hmm. he can really do anything. They wanted Randall Cunningham mm-hmm. to be a wide receiver. Like we went like black quarterbacks went through hell when it came to the mm-hmm. NFL, but we're gonna that's another topic. But to, <laughs> to see, um, oh, we can't forget Kaepernick. We definitely can't, can't forget. No, we definitely yeah, can't yeah. Forget, forget Kaepernick because we're going to segue into yeah, Kaepernick yeah, next. Yeah. But, like, um, to see Lamar Jackson beat the quarterbacks that he beat in the fashion that he beat them. It looks so beautiful, man. It's like he makes it look so effortless, but he's so humble, yo, like. That's good. That's great. That's amazing. That's great, yo. It's amazing because I'm like, yo, he's and he's mad young, right? This is his second, third year. Second year, I believe. Yep, second year. That's second year. Yep. That's crazy. He's only on his second year and he's doing this in the league. That's very. That's that's Mike Vickish, because Mike Mm -hmm. Vick was. Getting crazy first, second yeah, same, year. Same style of yeah. play, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Remember Mike Vick actually brought that whole light back to the black quarterback. Yes, field. he did. You know yes, saying? he did. The way he was scrambling, use his legs. Yeah, and the thing was, they were not recruiting him as a running back or wide receiver or anything. They were recruiting Michael Vick as a quarterback. I think Lamar Jackson had an issue with teams wanting him to be a running back, too. Well, they tried to switch his position? Some yeah. teams. You know you know how they do when it comes yeah, the to... politics. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some teams won't look at you... Because they got their quarterbacks already. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you want to play for us, you might have to play running back. Yeah. So they were like, mm. Baltimore was like, no, we want a quarterback. And it was perfect timing, too, because they and, really needed one, you know. They and to really see that one. backfield. Hmm. Him, RG3, and my dude, Mark Ingram? Mm. Yeah, that's nice, man. That is RG3, crazy. former quarterback, man. Ah, that is crazy. Yeah, you but I don't think, yo, they got they got the title for their division, I believe, yo. Yeah, I I I I would believe so because I haven't seen him lose that much this year. I've been seeing a lot of great highlights of Lamar Jackson, and I see when they beat um, New England. I was really shocked at that because a lot of people were praising New England's defense. And I was watching Lamar Jackson highlights, and I'm like, this is the defense y'all was talking about? Yeah, you got to respect that man, yo. You got some stats other other than um, him crushing. Well, I, no, no disrespect to the dude Mike Vick. Mm-hmm. Although he's going through a lot of 
hate right now. Yeah. Which is crazy really to me. Really crazy. Really crazy. But um, I'm, I, I'm not even going to discuss that because I think that's just some other politics. I think that's other people within the NFL uh, fraternity that doesn't want Michael Vick to be involved in anything within the NFL. So, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, he was in the dogfighting thing. Make sure people remember that and let's do it. It feels like a force. Thing, thing, yeah, things were, things were bad back then with Peter and all that stuff. So now things have just amplified since that situation. So, you know, the politics of things, they probably want to fall back. They don't want to They don't want to lose sponsorships. I think that there's been a lot of other scenarios with different players and you know I'm saying where things have been overlooked and swept under the carpet. <laughs> and these dudes have been forgiven. I can't point out, you know what I'm saying, the specific people, but, yeah, but we all know what people, it is. People, people, I mean? people will know exactly what you're talking about. They'll be like, and yeah, there just, are points where just they crazy, just overlook man. stuff. It's crazy, man. Yeah, man. It's crazy. It is, it is crazy, man. But um, shout out to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, man. For uh, doing this breaking thing. the record. Yes, yes. I wish him nothing but success. I hope they win the Super Bowl, to be honest with you. They're well that, on their way. That will that will They're cap well off a way. great season for Lamar. Because they're already saying he's like, what, MVP, right? Yeah, he's in the talks for it. <laughs> like, Lamar Jackson. His second year, too, man. Got his second year. And the thing is, football. Remember, I think we, we spoke about it a few episodes ago. You don't have a long lifespan playing that game. No, not Some at players all. only last two, three years. Especially at quarterback, every play, like you are the target. objective. Yeah, you're the target. Yeah. Like, there's no other purpose but to get you before yeah. you either hand it off or you or, pass it. Yes. So you're worrying all the time. Yeah. And sometimes that line is not helping you out. So you're going to take some hits. You take too many over the span of, you know, two, three years. Andrew Luck. It's going to take a, yeah, it's going to take a toll on you. Andrew Luck is a perfect example mm-hmm. right now. Robert I can use I can yeah. use a player that just retired right now, and Andrew Luck is not a little guy. He's a no, big he, dude. He a, yeah, he was a bigger quarterback. And he couldn't. He was like, "Yo, my body can't take this." You know what I mean? And we broke when we spoke about it. We broke down what was wrong with Andrew Luck. He had so many injuries. He, it was like he always played hurt. Facts. So to see Lamar Jackson doing what he's doing is great. But I know he's not going to be able to play like this. But he can play like this maybe for another three, four years. And that's the scary thing. Yeah, yeah. Unless they uh, figure out some way to stop this guy. But I don't know. I don't know. Unless unless there's another, like, Ray Lewis type of Lawrence Taylor type of linebacker on the come up, that's the only way I can see a quarterback like him being stopped. Because he's so... Like, the thing is, it's not just, like, he's super athletic. He's mad cerebral. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll read the defense. Like, Deshaun Watson of um, the Texans. He yeah, can read the defense. Too, yeah. Like, he just sees their defense line up, mm-hmm. and he'd be like, all right, I know what you're going to do. That's scary. And that's why he's a threat, man. Yeah, man. We get, the, we get the Ravens versus the Patriots. At, oh, the AFC Championship? That could be it. That's why I'm like... I was shocked to see them beat the Patriots so handily. I was like, Bro, these, these dudes are ready, man. They want to come up, yo. Even Brady walked up to Lamar Jackson. He was like, yo, I've been a fan for a while. I was like, oh. That's respect. The MAGA hat guy? <laughs> Showing love to a black quarterback? Okay. That's I'll give you bad. that one, Brady. You got, that's, a, that's a point for you, sir. All right. I'll give you that. But, yeah, man, I, when I saw that, I was like, yo, shout out to 
fucking Lamar Jackson because mm. he's killing it right now. But um, let's segue to um, Facts, man. our black quarterback. Well, ex-black quarterback. Well, no, he's black, but he's an ex-quarterback. So black yeah. ex-quarterback. Man, Kaepernick. Kaepernick, man. Goodell. Mm. I believe all Goodell is doing is um, being a mouthpiece of the owners because that's what uh, his role the commissioner is. does. That's yeah. his role. Yeah. And the owners pretty much said, um, we're moving on from Kaepernick. They're, they're done. But I'm like, me, Dell, I'm like, yo, uh, we've been known that. <laughs> we've been like the minute you started highlighting that he was kneeling or sitting down during the national anthem mm -hmm. y'all were done with him i was kind of hopeful for this dude too man nah i wasn't that i wasn't it was a very small percentage of me that knew that he probably wasn't going to get back into the league but the fact that he i knew it was a band-aid man it's a bit because I, you know why i say that i think the numbers for the nfl are still down because you have a lot of people that are not watching it because Kaepernick doesn't have a job. Not because of the um uh the original protest, which I'm on. Yeah. It's all it's about because Kaepernick don't have a job. It completely misses the missed the message. Like the original message was, yo, it's crazy out here for us black folks, for us colored folks, mm -hmm. for us people of color, whatever terminology you like to use. Mm -hmm. um, that was the original message. That message got completely amiss. Yeah, because it comes off as something too too opposing. And too, it's, it's, too, and... it's too agitating. It, yeah, it, it right, rubs right, people the wrong right. way. Um, but one thing, it, it, it's a fact, and that's why it hurts. You know, mm -hmm. the truth hurts. And it, it bothers people. Yeah. And it comes down to money, too, at the same time, because, you know, any team, he, he just came, although he was trying to portray a positive message, you know what I'm saying, yeah. what he was trying to do, mm -hmm. it's it's being looked at as a, distracting, a distraction yes. and giving off a negative stigma, yo. And say if a team does pick him up. Oh, it's going to follow. Gonna, yeah, they're going to be looked at yeah. in a certain way, like, you know, I can't mess with you guys for yeah. what he stands for, and they lose money. It all comes down to money. Man. Yeah, that's the no. One, once you okay. once you mentioned the economy, I was like, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, one, once once you mentioned currency and like sponsorships and people a actually public, going to the game. Yeah, and yeah, the thing is, if imagine if Kaepernick did get the job, the political climate right now is heating up again mm -hmm. because of the elections coming up. Mm -hmm. So impeachment. Talk what about yeah? The yeah, impeachment yeah. talk is, I mean, it's on TV like it's a soap opera now. Yeah. So, what about those MAGA people that are fired up? Remember the post that I made on the page with the MAGA guy talking about, yeah, my 357 says that if he get impeached, there's going to be a problem. Yeah. I was like, wow. Those people really on camera. Up. On camera. With stupid. your face exposed and everything. I was stupid. like, yeah, you're smart. <laughs> you're smart, but I get it. You want to be intimidating. I get it, but you're smart because someone could use that as, yo, that's a threat. Mm-hmm. If something happens in your area, who's going to be the first person they're going to talk to? Yep. Stupid. <laughs> you're all you're viral right now. Oh, your man. face is everywhere now. Crazy. But yeah, I was going to say that people like him mm -hmm. that do watch football and they see Kaepernick on a team kneeling, they're going to be like, nah, I'm not watching this. Yep. 
They don't care about Eric Reed. Eric Reed doesn't have Kaepernick's platform. Nope. That's why they were like, whatever, Eric Reed, take the um, <laughs> uh, NDA money, the mm-hmm. non-disclosure agreement money, and you could come back in the league because you ain't really talking about nothing. Yeah, yeah. Your man is. Your man's dead serious. Yeah. But you get, get, come on. Yeah. Stop it. That's why I laugh at Eric Reed, when, especially when him and uh, Stephen A. Smith were like calling each other out. And I'm like, y'all both look like fools right now. Because Eric Reed, you took an NDA and, and um, you're back in the league, this this nefarious league that you you can't stand, but you still collecting the check from him. Mm-hmm. And Stephen A. Smith, you love the NFL. You 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 sided with the NFL on several times when it came to Kaepernick and not having a job. Mm. See, that's why I was like, both of y'all are funny. So whatever opinion you may have, I may not be listening to. Because Word, I see where y'all come from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's 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 nuts. But just to hear Goodell say, "Oh uh, yeah, we're we're moving on from Kaepernick," I was like, "Duh!" Like y'all try to, you you basically the context that we gave last time when we spoke about Kaepernick and his tryout mm-hmm. was that there was a funny uh, technicality in the uh, contract that he had to sign. Yeah. Basically, remember the non-guaranteed deals in the NBA, he would have had to sign something similar to that in the NFL. That's worse. That's a full contact sport. I'm not signing no non-guaranteed deal as a quarterback. Well, he might have been able to stretch out for a little bit of time because he was probably going to go in as like a backup probably. Yeah, but still, that's crazy yeah. because you, will, you the only way you get a guaranteed deal after a non after you sign a non-guaranteed mm-hmm. You gotta show out, like Melo did. Yeah, he yeah. He got he got his deal because he earned it. Mm -hmm. But some people got get on non guaranteed deals and then you never hear from them again. I was like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. So I was like, why would a quarterback like Kaepernick, who's number one already gonna draw attention, Mm -hmm. that's gonna put pressure on his shoulders, two, signs a non guarantee. Uh, deal for the NFL as a quarterback. That's additional pressure, and then the pressure of showing up and actually showing out. Mm-hmm. That's Cause, triple cause, pressure. Because he would have to. He has After to. All this, he has to. He has. <laughs> to. He's been saying, "Yo, I've been ready for three years. You guys are scared to sign me." Like mm-hmm. I felt that he was challenging them, and I was like, "Yo, that's good. Do that." But they didn't care because they didn't want him. They didn't, they didn't want him, man. Did you even feel that he should even have tried out? Even be going back to the NFL after all this, though? No. My opinion, no. They showed you how they felt about you. Yeah, he was still trying to go back, so it's like. Yeah, I know you. I mm. know you love football. I love football too, mm-hmm. but I can't respect the, the NFL organization. Yeah. I can't. They already showed me how they felt about my collective and our struggle. With the police, mm-hmm. that's the only beef I have with the NFL. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the fucked g- up how they treated the situation, dude. Right? They tried to flip the narrative so many different ways. He's disrespecting the flag. He's disrespecting the soldiers. I'm like, wait a minute. Whoa! He told you what he was doing this for. Why are y'all switching the narrative? I was like, y'all should have just kept the mouths closed and let him do his thing. You never got mad at Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch has been sitting through the national anthem since college. Oh, yeah? See? Shit, I didn't even know that. You didn't know that, right? Marshawn Lynch 
has been sitting through the national anthem probably before that. So even up until that point where everything was going on with Kaepernick, he Marshawn Lynch been sitting. Oh wow, been sitting. So I wonder why he didn't get the publicity for it. See what I'm saying? Because Marshawn Lynch That's is strange. just a running back. Running backs mm-hmm. don't last long. Running backs don't get the um, publicity the quarterback does. Everyone's looking at the quarterback. If a team loses, who do they blame first? The quarterback. That's crazy that he slid under the radar like that. Crazy. Same shit. And plus, I doubted the media would want to deal with someone like Marshawn Lynch. They thought they had a sucker with Kaepernick. That's what I think. Yeah, like he wasn't going to do... Like he wasn't going to say anything. Like he wasn't really going to stand his ground. They thought they were going to push him. Well, they did settle. Didn't they... uh, Did he he settle for a certain amount of money? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was a talk of about $10 or something like that. Him and Eric Reed. But they were, then I heard it was like a little under $10 million and then I heard it was a split. So I was like, I don't know. So then it was like, after that, the settlement's done. Shut up. Don't say anything. That's what I think. On. I think that's what the non-disclosure agreement... Because remember, they were, they, it was very confidential. They didn't really say much about the NDA. We didn't get no details. Nah, they didn't spill shit. They didn't say they a didn't thing. They, all anything. they said was they met up. They even took a picture together. Everybody cheesing. And I'm like, and they said that they got a bag. So I was like, okay, that's cool. I'm glad you got something mm-hmm. for your fight and for all the money that you lost because of your fight. You got a little something. You can build, invest, do what you right, got to do. Right. But what else was involved? What, what, what else was behind this agreement? Mm. Did they give you a gag order? Because that's what it, that's, think about it. How much has Kaepernick said? After, After that. that, how much has he said, yo? I'm I'm pretty sure some somewhere in whatever contracts or agreement they had, it was like, all right, once we give you this money, like, you just gotta let it go. You know what I'm saying? That's I'm, what I think, I'm, bro. I'm pretty sure that that had to have been in the clause, yo. Especially with an institution like the NFL. Yeah, because I, I doubt they're gonna want to give him money, and he's still be, be shit able to there, say what, what he. You're that's so right, that. brother. At least that's just how I feel. I don't know if that's, I'm saying, the situation. Hey, I, I can't that's, debate you on that. You know what I mean? I'm with you on that that's 100%. That's makes sense. I'm a logical thinker. Yeah, I'm with you 100% on that because, like, he had, because remember how vocal he was before. Mm-hmm. Remember how many videos he was yep. posting yep. on his Instagram yep. about his journey, mm-hmm. waking up, him, him actually getting knowledge himself, mm-hmm. and then after that talk, with the NFL, that, that meeting with the talk, I mean, the, after having a meeting with the NFL and they had the um, NDA agreement signed and the NDA signed, I Nothing. didn't see a thing. Maybe a book, and that was it. And I was like, wait a minute, yo. What did they say to this kid, yo? Because he hasn't yeah. said a word un- until the tryout. Yeah, and at the tryout, I heard there were little subliminal messages and little shots and little things that he was doing you know what I'm saying little shots little shots thrown because I think he was upset about the contract that he would have to sign if a team yeah he couldn't yeah because I'm I'm assuming that his lawyers got back to him and said yo sir I know you want to get back into the league but they're trying to play you right now nah like I can't as, as yeah as as your lawyer I can't allow you to sign this that's when you know you have a good team around you, number yeah, one. Yeah. Because they're not going to let you 
play yourself like that. You know what I mean? That's for sure how you know. Yeah. Like, nah, chill, so chill. We can't do that. If, yeah, if you that, notice, bro. after he, I guess, heard the news about the contract and mm -hmm. he still did the tryout, you seen the fire he had mm -hmm. after the tryout. He was like, I've been ready for three years. Uh, the owners have been ducking me for three years. They've been scared. And I was like, oh, he's talking spicy now. <laughs> Real spicy. It's been a minute since I heard you talk like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then after that, a few weeks go by. Maybe a month has passed since mm -hmm. the tryout, right? Two, two, three weeks, maybe? Um, nah, yeah, it's been more than a month, probably. More than a month? Yeah, okay, okay. It's been over a month possibly. now. And now, now Goodell wants to say something. Because why? The playoffs are coming up. Right? They try to get some traction. Get some traction. Some get some ratings back up. He's like, yo, we gave... we gave, Because to me, it looked like a smear campaign. I'm going to keep it 100. Yeah. It looked like a smear campaign from the gate. Because how do you give a, a man two days notice before the tryout? It's like, wait a minute, that's not professional. Yeah, things just seem a little fishy throughout yeah, this whole come on. thing, man. Come on, precise. You could have his own media coverage there. Come on, precise. Know, they would have fucking filmed him throwing all, nothing but bad passes and shit. Dude, they would have probably. <laughs> like they would have gave not it. As good as he said like, he was over the three years, blah, blah, blah. Sports Center would have played it too. Yep, yep, yep. And jumped right on it. Stephen A. Yeah. Smith would have been right there killing him. Then let the smear campaign begin, you know. And then that's it. Then but Kaepernick dead. was smart, mm -hmm. made his chest move and said, oh, you want to give me two days. Y'all trying to be funny. You know what? I'm going to hold my own workout mm -hmm. at my own location in Georgia. My own media. My own media. Mm -hmm. You can bring some of your people if they get the word. I'm going to have my own workout team. Mm -hmm. You ain't going to have me looking crazy. <laughs> so I was he like, stood his ground. he stood his ground. That's why I was like, mm -mm, he wasn't worried about getting signed. Once I really like looked into it after a few weeks, after I reported it and said what I had to initially say, mm -hmm. I really like looked into it and I'm like, he didn't care. That's why he was so. Um, so you think the whole time he was just like on some fucking shit? Yeah, he wasn't going to conform. Heard, I've, I've heard, I've heard that too, yo. I don't think he was going to conform at all. He was like, "Come on, man, I know what y'all doing." Too, man. You want me to be a, a obedient little boy again? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "No, I can't. All this knowledge I have, I can't. Yeah. I can't uh, subdue myself to an inferiority complex again. I'm sorry. I know too much mm -hmm. now." Then he just said. Fuck it. Just jump out the window with it. Fuck it, yo. Yeah. You know Hold what I'm saying? on my own. Yeah. Damn, I mean, man. it's sad. I would love yeah. to see Kaepernick playing football again. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's going to do the XFL because my brother put me on to some news. Shout out to Bravo, Last Life Gaming Show Network. Bravo. Make sure y'all check that out. Um, they can't protest in the XFL. Oh, at all? At all. So you got to stand up. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, you got to you gotta be obedient. Not tolerating any of that. Yeah, you got to be obedient. He's paying mm -hmm. you, you got to be obedient. So that's crazy that they uh, they made that a thing. Oh, of course, because people yeah, were crazy. probably asking him, like, yo, yeah, what yo, about you gotta, Kaepernick? You got to stand for the fucking Pledge of Allegiance and shit. Dude, mandated patriotism is a thing. They do it in schools, too. Remember that kid got arrested. Yeah, yeah. Remember, yep. it's yep. This, that's what it's called, mandated patriotism. That's crazy. Yeah. It's beyond crazy. Fascist states do that. The United States is supposed to be a democracy. It's crazy that it's... Yeah, and, it's, and that's why it's so crazy <laughs> that it's, man, it's, it's mandated. Yo, like, bro, you it's You should be scary. able to respectfully not 
stand up or you know what I'm saying do whatever it is. If yeah, you don't do it. If you don't want to, if that it, should be it, exercising your amendment for free speech. Exactly. So there's, there's conflict there. This hypocrisy know, within the democracy. Hey, yeah, did you good, see that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm telling you, it's, there's a lot of hypocrisy in the democracy, dude. Yeah. It's it's a fact, man. It's scary that a lot of people don't see it until it's brought to their attention. And they're like, wait a minute. Crazy world we live in, man. You're right. It's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's been going on for a long time, dude. It's it's nuts, man. Um, another story. Um, I think we're good on sports, right? I don't think well, I have. Yeah, no, nah, we don't have too much on sports. Yeah, I don't, I don't have too much on sports. Um, a lot of the sports are winding down. Um, like the NFL, they're about to go into the playoffs. Yeah, Everyone's like, jockeying for yeah, like a week or two left. Yeah, they're jockeying for playoff position. Mm -hmm. The NBA is about to, you know, turn up for the holiday season. That's when they really turn up, and then you know, All Star Weekend, all -Star weekend and then after All Star Weekend, it really gets busy. Mm -hmm. That's when we're probably going to be doing a lot of sports coverage yeah, because you know we're both. That's, that's the final stretch. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. We're both. He's got to play. We're both basketball heads, oh, yeah. so yeah, yeah we're man, definitely going to be doing a lot of coverage. But um, let's get into the entertainment world. Fifty. They say it's fifty. Speaking on um, Oprah. Yeah. One of your topics, brother. Which is a which is a good uh, a good observation, Yo, man. I seen Chuck D speak on it too. The legendary mm -hmm. Chuck D. If y'all don't know who I'm talking about, Chuck D of Public Enemy spoke the same thing that Fifty Cent spoke about. Um, Oprah's making a documentary about uh, Russell Simmons, I believe, right? Yeah, Russell Simmons. Yep. Crazy. Me too. Documentary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it's basically a documentary highlighting the uh, sexual assault allegations against uh, Russell Simmons. She did something similar with who? Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. Interesting that she was very close with uh, Harvey Weinstein, who also mm -hmm. is going through some sexual assault cases mm -hmm. himself. Mm -hmm. Why hasn't mm -hmm. she... Uh, made a documentary on him because his case was around a lot longer than mm -hmm. both of these individuals. Why, Oprah? Why, why, why? Um, I, I've, I've been stopped messing with Oprah a long time ago. Um, why did you feel something was off with her? Or were you just, what? I didn't mess with Oprah because of her, her point of view on hip-hop, the culture. Although she had a very valid point i felt it was uh masked by her point i think it was something deeper behind it because her beef with hip-hop as a culture was it was derogatory towards women mm -hmm. and i was like okay i can't so deny that i said it myself i said it myself i was like yeah some mcs are actually celebrated for that mm -hmm. you know i I'm, I'm not gonna deny that but she went a a little too hard because I'm like, but rock and roll does that. Rock and roll was somewhat derogatory towards women. I mean, they didn't call them bees and stuff like that, but they would have, you know, particular lyrics about what they would do to Same them. Shit, and yeah. yeah, so I'm like, hmm, what is your real beef? Do you, do you have a beef with a culture that was created by our collective? Do you have a beef with our collective? 
I, 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 just, I don't know what Oprah's diagnosis is. I don't know if she doesn't like black people. It's... Yeah, we'll see what's going on with that. I man. don't know. The R. Kelly shit, too, man. Well, she didn't do it, but. No, but. Gail, her best friend. Her, so, Gail, Gail's her girl. Michael Jackson, R. Kelly. Gail went Damn. hard at R. Kelly. She brought R. Kelly Ooh. to tears. Ooh. Gail went. And Gail sat there with no empathy at all when R. Kelly was crying for help. Just getting that man. Just. Yeah, you, we know you lying. Just getting that man, yo. But why don't they bring that same type of energy to the that's, Kevin Spaceys? That's a good question, isn't the it? The Harvey Weinsteins. And that's 50 Cent's and Chuck D's beef, mm -hmm. right? Um, but 50, 50 said something, or? Yeah, yeah, so. Was 50 vocal? You know 50 had to yeah, be vocal. Of course. <laughs> um, there's an article saying that 50 Cent might have reignited his beef with Oprah with a single Instagram post. He called her out Thursday night amidst the announcement of her upcoming Me Too documentary centered around Russell Simmons, Russell Simmons' alleged sexual misconduct. The flick is described as a profound examination of race, gender, class, and intersectionality and the toll assaults that it takes on the victims and society at large. So Oprah is serving as a producer and Fifth called her out for not investing the time in the white sexual predators. And mm, like what you said. Like I was saying. saying. Mm. And it's a fact. Yep, and then he uh, started talking about Michael Jackson, mm -hmm. bringing up um, why not Harvey Weinstein. Yep, talking about Russell Simmons. Like so, he was he was going off, which is a good point though. Yeah, like, there's not one white American male who's been a part of these acts as well. Yeah, they well. like and that this harken. I want to harken back to when um, the community that I'm a part of, the society mm -hmm. that I'm a part of, the conscious community. Mm -hmm. A lot of them were pointing this out months ago. They were like, "Yo." Why is this? Because they understand that there is a true Me Too movement. They truly understand that there are women out there that truly were sexually assaulted, mm -hmm. raped, right. battered. Yeah. They understand that. Yeah. But they also understand that there are people trying to use it for profit. Mm -hmm. They also understand that people are just using this movement to build their platform, mm -hmm. i.e. Oprah take advantage of yes. something serious. Yes. Because up, if you notice, they've only been highlighting black males. Every time. I'm not condoning this. Mm -hmm. I'm not condoning R. Kelly. Believe me, I am not condoning R. Yeah, Kelly. I'm just pointing out a fact. Just if, out a fact, man. If, um, if in fact, Russell Simmons is a scumbag and did do what he did, I'm not condoning it. But why isn't she bringing the same energy to this, to these other guys? Like the you got the money. Are you scared of these men? They're probably all connected, yo. Dude, they're probably. All how do we not somehow, know yeah. that Oprah didn't bring somebody to Harvey? That's what I'm saying. They're all connected somehow, man. They're all connected somehow. It just doesn't make sense to me that she's going this hard. Her and Gail are going this hard mm. at these men. Matt Lauer. Like the um dude the older news anchorman yeah. CBS in the morning, some older dude. Well, I was surprised as hell when I heard about that. Dude, I, I, was I, like, wasn't, I wasn't. That I wasn't. I wasn't. You know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's I just on the can't show remember with his Gale name. On the shit. Yeah. I, dude, I'm not surprised. I was like, like, wow, son. People think the image that these people give you on TV is them. That's not them. That That's is, the um 
That's the networking. The, that's the, the character that they have to. That's the character they have to portray. That's the persona they have to put out there because that's the persona they get paid to be. Hmm. They don't have to be themselves. If you if you talk to some of them, they don't even speak like that regularly. Like all that great diction and yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. pronunciation and yeah. enunciation. They don't really talk like that. They don't speak nasally, no. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy to me when these dudes end up in these situations because it's like, yo, if it was really on like that, there's ways you could probably pay for, you know what I'm saying, to get something. Why you got to like... But you got to understand, like some that. of them probably got like ego problems, yo. Psychological issues type thing, you know what I mean? Well, bro, now they're going through this as opposed to just <laughs> fucking paying off a few dollars. Yeah, you yep, yeah, yeah, hey, man. Okay. Oh, well, then again, look what happened to Robert uh, Kraft. He was paying, you know, getting, well, yeah, and yeah, he yeah. got he, he he got caught up in some in some ring. He was like, yo, I was just getting my shit beat. That's all. <laughs> After a massage. What the hell? I just wanted a happy ending. What the heck is wrong with that? You know what I mean? And he got caught up, man. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, oof. I don't know, Oprah. Um, you, you, Things are looking real shaky on yeah, your side. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, I hope she keeps that same energy. But the thing is, now, if she does, after this documentary, and she does do one on Weinstein or, say, a Spacey or somebody of the mm -hmm. European uh side of the color spectrum mm -hmm. um <laughs> putting it gently yeah 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 just putting it gently um would um would it look like a band-aid to you because of all the backlash she's starting to get from people with big platforms yeah de it definitely would because thank you thank you, you yeah like there's there's no way that you can come out and say that it's that it's not even if your intentions are really pure and it's not like mm -hmm. You can't help but to have that be your first thought. Like, all right, there's a band-aid. Absolutely. You know Maybe Absolutely. she would have mixed one of them in between, you, you yes. know, the first and the second one. Yes. Then you could have yes. been like, all right, you know. All right, you, you about. mixed it up. Like, but I would say so, 50 yeah, yeah, and exactly. Chuck D is crazy right now, but... It's too consistent, and they're right in their point. They're very right in their point. Right like, when point. I saw the 50s and Chuck D put that up, I was like, oh, now it's getting real. Mm -hmm. Because now you got two people with huge platforms, international platforms man. so if they say in this people are going to start looking at it and be like wait a minute they're right yeah yeah she is bugging wait a minute why is she attacking her own like that uh-huh gonna make you question oprah real hard wow that's that's crazy man i always <laughs> thought oprah's you know man i mean oprah 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 had a lot of people fooled man um but like I said, my mom used to watch Oprah. I used to tell my mom, I don't like Oprah. My mom used to love Oprah. Like oh, she, so, so this goes back. It, go been, back. it goes back. You, you, when you I used to, that yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's a 20-year-old feeling. It's a 20-year... So, so I was, was very shocked it? to see Ludacris on her show because the only mm -hmm. reason why Ludacris was on there was because he was promoting a movie. Because yeah, I think he was a supporting actor shit. in one of the movies. You know what I mean? And she barely spoke to him. I think she asked him one question. And that was it. And I was like, oh, okay. I get it now. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I was like, yeah, I knew. She, and then when I started, when I see her do an interview with Jay-Z, mm -hmm. I knew there was something wrong. But I didn't realize that Jay-Z fully crossed over. Yeah, when he did the, powerful. like a lot of people thought Jay-Z was changing the culture of hip-hop. Mm -hmm. Like, no, 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 no. When he started wearing the button-ups and all that, 
he crossed over, and Pharrell helped him with that. Mm-hmm. It was a it, it people were like, oh, Jay crossed over before. I was like, not after his rebrand. Yeah, the button ups. That's when he started talking about being grown. Change man, clothes. And I don't need rims and all the talk like that. Yeah, change clothes. That, right. Rebrand. Right. Yep. And that was the super duper crossover, and he hasn't come back. Nah, he's actually been getting higher. And higher yes. Up. That's why I was like, uh huh. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Oprah, man, get it together, girl, woman, whatever you want to be called. I don't know. Yeah, because you are um, crazy out here in the streets right you now. You are looking nuts. Absolutely I'm just glad nuts. that Chuck D and 50 highlighted that, man. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad they did. So, um, next topic. Oh, yeah. I still got to go see this movie, Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim, yeah, yeah. It looks like an amazing movie. The concept sounds amazing. Yes, I've seen the trailer several times. I'm like, yo, I have to go see this. I got to find someone to go see it with because that's probably more like a, a date movie. I want to go see that with a, with a woman. You know what I mean? So I got to figure out. I got to figure that out. But I think this is a Golden Globe situation, right? Yeah, yeah, man. It got snubbed, but on some like really, really... Foul business. You want to give the uh, listeners some context? Yeah, so in a recent interview with uh, Variety, Melissa Matsukis, I think that's how they say her last name. Melina, I think it is. Melina Matsukis. Oh, Melina Matsukis. Mm-hmm. Okay, probably. So she explained how she felt be- behind her film not being nominated. She said it's extremely infuriating and it just represents an archaic system that is mm. full of people who don't value us, she stated. Ooh, yes, queen. We Tell held it. three screenings for the HFPA and almost no members attended. For me, it's reflective of their voting body. It's not reflective of the society in which we live in or the industry as it stands today. They don't value the stories that represent all of us, and those stories are so often disregarded and discredited, as are their filmmakers. It says this, the film grossed nearly $30 million at the box office, yo. Really? $30 million, yo. That's what's up. That's crazy, son. That's us, man. That is us. But, um, yeah, why? I that's, guess, you know, I mean. That, that's a, you know, that's a subject right there, man. You know how. That's a topic right the there. The whole black versus white thing when it comes to policing and all that. They probably upset at that top, at that, uh, you know. And the voting body. Probably with that shit. I wonder what that voting body consists of. Who? Like, what's the demo that's in there? What is it like? I'm old white old, males, well, I'm say old, older white males, older couple, white women, females. Yeah. Because older she though, said, you know I was reading the report after you let me know what the topic was, mm-hmm. and she said they refused to watch the movie. Not that they didn't want to, they mm-hmm. refused. <laughs> Yeah, they don't they don't like that, man. That's a whole It's a topic that side of the coin, Yeah, it, it's a, a it's a topic that um rubs them the wrong way. And rem- did you you read the you read it yourself. The word she used was archaic. Mm-hmm. So she's saying that they're very old school that voting committee. Mm-hmm. It could be the good old boys back at it again, man. Yeah, and this, stuck to their ways of how this, things used to be. Oh, you killed a police officer? Nah. Nah, we can't have that. Yeah. Oh, these yeah. two dark-skinned leads? Nah. Whoa, yeah, yep. whoa, whoa, nah. So many combinations to that. So many combos to it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, they were somewhat celebrated in the movie 
from some from what I saw in the trailer. People would be like, oh, y'all like the Black Bonnie and Clyde. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, see? Yeah, that's what it seems like. Now, after you reported this, now I really have to go see that. Yeah, the movie, I the really, movie looks dope, it, man. Man, looks dope. it looks good. That the, the, the lead lady looks amazing. Mm-hmm. My homeboy from um, Get Out always does his thing in any yeah. flick he's yep. in. He yep. did his thing in Black Panther. He did yep. his thing in Get Out. Yep. And he's going to do his... He probably did his thing in this because from the trailer, if you've seen the trailer, he's mm-hmm. the one that pulls the trigger to save the girl's life. So he's it's working, like... Working his, working his way up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not I'm not worried about him. He's going to be fine. I'm sure he's going to be a Black Panther, too. He's getting that Disney money. He's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So sure. I, if y'all haven't seen Queen and Slim, please go and support Melina Matsukis' movie. They're mm-hmm. trying to get her out of here because she did a movie with two dark-skinned leads and the good old boys snubbed her on the Golden Globes. I would tell her... Screw the Golden Globes. We got your back. As you, as you can see, as you heard, Precise said, the movie grossed $30 million. Mm. And I think it's only been out two, three weeks. Mm-hmm. About three tops. Right? Yeah. Three tops. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. That shows that we will go out there and support our own. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Get so that bag, girl. Get that bag. Get the bag, lady. And mm-hmm. you know she's been, she directed music videos for about 10 years? Mm. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I looked it up. She mm. she she directed music video like for like Beyonce, um she her mm. last video for Beyonce was Formation, and she won an award for it. Mm. I think she won a Grammy or an MTV award, one of those. Oh, so she been getting her feet wet. Yo, she okay. got the bag when it comes to you know, her director thing. And she gets the she has the accolades too, you know what I mean? So, shout out to Melina Matsukis. I'm going to go see your movie. I will go see your movie. I will take a picture of the ticket so I can prove my point. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, for real, man. Um, Big shout out to Melina Matsukis. Don't worry about the uh, good old boys and good old girls. Nah, because yeah, we see you. We We got your back. You know what I'm saying? You don't need no actual awards. Yeah, we see what you're doing and we will always support you, lady. Don't worry about the Golden Globes. I'm just glad that you used your platform to expose them, though. Because that needs, what you did was very important and that needs to be told so other directors who are just like you, mm-hmm. who are trying to conform to the system so they can win a, a Golden Globe, don't have to because of what you did. So big shout out to Melina. Big, big shout out. Big, Matt big shout Sukes. out. What else I want to talk about? Yeah, the R. Here. Kelly. Yeah, um, yeah. Planning to plead? Not guilty. Oh, Oh, man, man, man. I guess he's sticking to that song he had with Jay Z. Bro, Chica Keller, not guilty. Oh, Kelly, I swear. Right, so, yo, according to the article, <sighs> man, they're reporting that R. Kelly plans to plead not guilty as per his lawyer, Stephen Greenberg. Prosecutors claim R. Kelly's team bribed Illinois officials to obtain a fake ID card. For the late singer, that su- Aaliyah suggested she was 18 when she was really 15. 15 yep. The Pied Piper was 27 years old at the time, although he plans to plead guilty. Unfortunately for him, his former tour manager plans to testify against him and say that he's the one who got the fake ID for Aaliyah. Oh! Yikes! I see Plot that. Twist. <laughs> I did not Plot know. Twist. That I did not know because mm. I reported last week about the um, 
that was pretty much like the 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 mm-hmm, topic mm-hmm. of the show because I called the um the episode guilty as guilty, guilty as, as fuck. fuck. Yeah. And you saw Kelly's face all over, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I knew I knew about this when it happened. It was a rumor Crazy though. Shit. It's not like now where you hear a rumor, you can actually get the proof. Maybe mm-hmm. two three hours later. Back then, you heard the rumor. You was people be like, if you were an R. Kelly fan, you didn't believe it. But if you looked at R. Kelly and you looked at Aaliyah and you listened to the lyrics of AJ, nothing but a number, you're Yo, like, there's so many songs that if you go back and look at the titles, you're like, wow. Why do you think I can't listen to his music no more? Dog, at the time, it's just like, oh, that's a dope song. This a dope dude. I was an R. Like, wow. Like I said last week, I was a huge R. Kelly fan. I don't see nothing. Oh, oh man. When I seen, I seen oh. all the stuff like come out and it was like proven because remember, it was rumors before. Mm-hmm. It couldn't be proven. Yeah, yeah, it was like, true. oh, they just hating on R. Kelly. He's a multi-platinum artist. They're hating on a black man. Now, like I said, this day and age, everyone has a platform. And if everyone on this platforms is saying the same thing about you brother mm-hmm. and it's a common denominator i'm gonna go with the common denominator and it's you senor kelly <laughs> like yo yeah. you're nasty it was just... and then you start listening to the lyrics you're like wait a minute this nigga was saying that oh that oh and, nah, and you had shit, this girl man. singing that you're yeah. nasty and, and that's why you know. noticed Aaliyah wow. left his ass alone. That is, jeez, man. Dude, it's, and to hear that he's pleading not guilty because he feels someone bribed. Um, no, no, he feels that um, it's, all a, it's all a hoax and he's R. Kelly, he's going to get out of it and it's going to be your own manager that's going to expose you. You're done. Definitely done. He's still locked up right now at this moment. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 he's not getting out. He's talking now because they say he's a flight risk, which is kind of true because he can't just leave and go somewhere where they can't extradite him. So they're like, nah, bro. R. Kelly, jeez. Yeah. Man, how the mighty has fallen, man. So hard, bro. Yeah, because remember, R. Kelly was like the king of R&B. Yeah, they let, they was letting him rock too for a little bit. For a little bit? Yeah, the thing, you know what I'm saying? You know, the, 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 the tape came out. That. Yeah. But the thing is, with that, you couldn't really get upset because it was like she stayed there. It's like she wanted to get pissed on. It, yeah. The thing that was nasty was she was mad young. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn, dude. And that's what triggered me to start looking at his music. And then I'm yeah. starting to listen, and I'm like, yo, there's something wrong with him, yo. I remember when that fucking tape was out, man. Dude, it was going <laughs> round. Him, yo, yeah, the bro. bootleggers had it. <laughs> Bootleggers were slinging a sex tape Yo, of a little girl getting pissed on. You know how cra- I'm so like surprised that at how crazy that was at that time. Thinking about it right now today, how things are, like it's that was still crazy. It was easy. People were just giving a boot like this nigga pissing on a young girl. Dude, I remember walking. Like, Yo, was it Two Fifth, 125th Street, or was it was it the Bronx, Third Ave? I don't remember. It was somewhere uptown. They were just straight out selling that shit. Displays on the... Because you know the street vendors. Yeah, yeah, They get busy on those blocks. Yeah, yeah. And that's when you had the DVDs and you had the tapes and that Uh was bubbling. That's how people were marketing, whatever. 
And I was looking, you know what I mean? That's how I would get the exclusive stuff. Yeah. And then I seen the R. Kelly thing, and I'm like, whoa, y'all are selling this? They were like, yo, it's our hottest item. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, it's our hottest item. He's like, I just got more of these now. I was like, you couldn't do it, yo. That's you, nah, you couldn't do that shit now. Bruh. It's mind-boggling to think about how that Well, the thing is, now street. you don't have to sell it on the street. But even though I'm just talking about, like, the, the fact that that's what was being done. just out. Oh, no, no, no. You know I know see what you're saying. Like, saying. Yeah, no, like, the times back then. Yeah, the time. That's what I'm saying. Woo! Uh, c- to look at things the, now yeah, and then to like look back then, we were like, yo, we happening. were wilding. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, man. society was wilding back then. But that's what, that sex tape is what made me look at R. Kelly like, damn. Yeah, that was it right there. If you had suspicions and you wasn't sure, you was on the fence. That that had to wake you up. That was, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like, was yeah, just get on the other like, side because yeah. <laughs> now you got the goddamn proof. Straight and the up. thing is, it wasn't like, it wasn't R. Kelly because guess what? His whole face was in the camera. Mm-hmm. Although he tried to front and say that wasn't him. It was his brother. Nasty. But his brother's nasty too because his brother's like, yo, what's, what's the issue with him? Like in young girls, it's a preference. What? They're under, they're under age. What do you mean? The key word though, under like age. Like you're like forty and she's sixteen. The fuck are you talking about? That's a preference. I ought to kick you in the fucking dick. That's what I ought to do. I'll show you a preference, nigga. Yeah, you sound you sounding crazy with that, man. Yeah, that's dude. That's insane. And as you can see, R. Kelly's still trying to hold on to the uh, not guilty side of things. And I'm like, bro. Good luck with that, man. Bro, I like imagine any. Jury being sympathetic to your situation. No, 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 no. No, they're just, I think right now they're just waiting to hit them with like football numbers. They're just waiting for everything to come together. Mm, The stacking it. Yeah, that's all it is. Stacking up. That's what I think they're doing. They're going to be like, yeah, let him him stress himself out on the inside. It's either he's going to admit to everything while he's inside because he's going to go crazy. Or we're just going to keep stacking shit. And if he lets us to continue to stack... He's going to eventually plea and be like, you know what, whatever. Yeah, I did this. Mm-hmm. Just give me 25. Oof. You know what I'm saying? That's what's going to happen. That, that's how the law works. Yes. Why do you think everyone's trying so hard to reform the criminal justice system? I was like, good luck with mm-hmm. that. Because it's been going that's on weird. for centuries. <sighs> and you're trying to fix something that's been going on for centuries? Overnight, good luck. Yeah. Good luck. They'll amend a few things to keep you happy. But it's still going to be the same shit. It's going to be the same it's shit. Be the same shit. <clears throat> you know what I mean? There's nothing you could do about it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, R. Kelly, you nasty. You, get, <laughs> you, you guilty in my eyes. The Pied Piper. Huh? Yeah, man. Um, since we're in music, I wanted to um, send out a quick R.I.P. to uh, Juke's World. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I myself never listened to his music. He was not. He was like a gener two generations, I would say, <laughs> below me. Yeah. Because I think he just, he was t- just turned twenty one when he passed. Yeah, he's young, man. Um, he had a seizure over the weekend, um, and uh, he passed not this weekend, the past weekend, mm-hmm. and um, he died. Uh, you know, that's. I mean, I heard. I I read reports. What have you heard that um, he that he, the pilots called the police? Or informed the um, security at the landing area that there was guns and, drug, right? guns and drugs mm-hmm. on the plane. Right? Cool. And I'm assuming that Juice World had pills there, too. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing is that he took them all so he didn't 
get in trouble. And I don't know what he had, but knowing how pills work, I can believe that the seizure was chemically induced because of those pills. He probably mixed some shit he wasn't supposed to mix. There's no way around it. And aren't there um, toilets on these private planes and jets and all that? Yeah, but I think think with those planes, you could actually retrieve whatever was in the toilet or whatever was flushed because it's not like the plane Mm. just drops it out of in the air. So they can always look at that and be like, oh, okay, there goes the drugs that they try to flush. So it's like, he was like, damn. You know what I mean? To me, it just sucks. I don't know. That's, 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 I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. I don't know if that's how he died. I don't know if he just got so fucked up because he just turned 21. You know what I'm saying? And he Mm. had some, he bought some shit that wasn't what it was like uh, Mac Miller. Yeah. Some, some, uh, since something synthetic, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, because he fucks with the pills. Mm -hmm. That was his bag. That was juice world shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a lot of the new generation, new generational. Yeah, it wasn't, um, lean. Well, it wasn't yeah. lean. It wasn't, lean, it wasn't lean. It's um, codeine. Well, that's what lean is, there. Yeah. It's it, he yeah. he fucks with that, and he he he's a pill popper, crazy. Damn, he, so that's his music. Of course, those two. That's. Oof. It's a dangerous game to play, man. So I just first off, I just wanted to say that all those reports that are coming out that look very inaccurate to me are mm-hmm. nasty. The guy just died. Let his family and friends grieve for a little bit before you start putting out your nastiness. Mm-hmm. But I get it. I know I'm in the same world, too. Mm-hmm. I know what you're doing. Clickbaiting. Yeah. I know what you're doing. That's somebody else's expense. But that's nasty. To me, me personally, I couldn't do that with this platform. Like, I no, couldn't it's, do... It's, it's not right, man. You got to res- show respect. Man. Exactly. Like, respect, when I made the post saying R.I.P. to Juice World, I, I mm-hmm. straight up said, yo, I never listened to any of his music, mm-hmm. but I knew what type of impact he had yeah. with the younger generation. The young kids loved him. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Extentation when he died. Yeah, yeah. They showed me how much they loved him. Yeah, he was up Like, his, his numbers jumped in the streams, just like Juice World. His numbers jumped, they said, to, like, 450%. Oof. So that means, like, that was, like, triple or quadrupled in stream numbers, pretty much. Wow, yo. It's unfortunate that he gets the extra sales that way. Yeah. That's what happens. Um, nobody to the thing is, I don't know how his business is ran. I don't know if he was a plant. I don't know if he had his business in order because I don't know if his estate is even getting that money mm. because you know a lot of these young guys they're just signing to be famous they're not really mm. looking into ownership and yeah. all that that's why I'm glad we pro- preach or promote or teach the importance of ownership mm-hmm. because we might have a young artist that li- that's listening to us and that wasn't even really thinking about it all they were thinking about was like, yo, I got to make this next track and it has to be better than the last one. So we make them open up their minds. Make them open their minds yeah, to the business man. side of things. Like, um, You're going to need that. That business savvy. You're going to need to be able to know what's going on. Yeah. Get your deals and all that. You got to speak for yourself. You got to make sure you're be protecting your, your art. Right. 
Protect it. You know how people always say protect your energy? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Your art is your energy. True. Protect your energy. I'm with that. I feel you with that. You know what I mean? Protect your energy. It's your energy you're putting out to the world. The art is your energy. Mm-hmm. Don't let them steal that from you, please. You're starting to see the Taylor Swifts. You're starting to see uh, the Chris Browns owning their, owning their masters. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they know now. They've seen the princes. They've seen the, the Michael Jacksons talking about, yo, own your music. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to own you forever. And it's the truth. Yep. You telling me if Michael Jackson didn't own his masters, we, we would have had a thriller 50th anniversary album out right now. Mm, to the point true, where yeah. no one in his estate would have gotten mo- that money. Sony would have been milking that. That's true. That's why we don't have those Prince albums and the repurposed Prince music and Michael Jackson music because they owned it. The only people that had access to those masters was Jay, and he put it on title. It's a big boss move. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't, if you remember on 444, did you listen to 444? I did. Um, mm-hmm. He mentioned that him and Prince had a conversation. Mm-hmm. I forgot what song that is. But he says that Prince gave me his masters because he wanted, we had a discussion because um, he wanted the masters to be in someone's hands that looked like him. Hence Jay-Z and him being black, you know what I mean? And he had his own thing. Jay-Z was like, yo, I'll take care of your masters and I'll, you know, do right by it. I'm not going to be repurposing your stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because you know Prince doesn't want it to be like, 75th anniversary Prince album. Like, yeah, if you were putting you're, the you're wrong killing hands, the value yeah, yeah. of my music. If you were putting the wrong hands. Yeah, like, exactly imagine if you had access to Prince's music on Spotify. Granted, it would have been great for Prince fans, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, it wouldn't make Prince as immortal as he is right now. You think it'd be too much? Uh, too much. Oversaturation? Yes. And that people would be like, oh, it's just another Prince album. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is now, when you put out posthumous Prince music, you're like, whoa, we got to get this. Yeah, it, mean, it means it something. It means something now. It's so rare. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with posthumous Michael Jackson music. You're like, well, wait, what? Unreleased Michael Jackson? Like, I thought I heard everything. I thought I heard X, <laughs> see? You know what I mean? But yeah. like, say those those artists that were repurposed, like, like the Biggies. Mm-hmm. How many unreleased tracks of Biggie's have we heard that were the same fucking verse from a song that we heard. Yep, yep. And we're like, wait a minute. Like I heard, that shit I heard this verse already. Yeah. Why? Because we've heard all of Biggie's music because Puff repurposed it hundreds of times. Yeah, what was the album he had with uh, Biggie verses? Born Again? Was it Born Again? We had all the different features from everybody. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, was it, I think it was called Born Again. I was I hated that album. Yeah, you too. I didn't like it. Either. I think it had Dead Wrong on there, right? Yeah. With Eminem. I knew there was that. That's when I knew there was something wrong, because I kn- knew Biggie hated white rappers. He didn't like white rappers. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, nah, he didn't yeah. like white rappers. That wasn't that wasn't his thing. He he said it in an in, in blah, 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 can't speak. He said <laughs> it in an interview. That he doesn't like white rappers, but you know that was young Biggie. Yeah, yeah. You know he yeah. was expressing himself like he did. He didn't like the Matrix, and I, I'm like, wait, how did you not like the Matrix? You know what I'm saying? But you know everyone I had their own opinions. That. You know, so it was like 
Uh, that was still a hot song or that Dead Wrong shit. That's still, that one was a good like, oh, song. Yeah. Eminem killed it. Puff Puff put a, together. Puff is a great producer. Mm-hmm. Makes those right connections. He knows who's He's in the He's a great A and R. He he has an amazing ear. Mm-hmm. That's why Puff is where he is. Puff is a mastermind when it comes to sound. Um, people could shit on him all they want about his business acumen. Mm-hmm. All Puff did was, if you weren't on your toes, he was going to take advantage of you. That's business. Yeah. You take it personal, you have no business in the business world. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Make sure, this is why we preach. You got to stay on your toes. Stay, stay alert. Woke. Mm-hmm. Because... If you're not alert, if you think someone's your friend in the business world, they're going to take advantage of you. Going to get got quick. Yes. That's why you must. I'm not saying be um, uptight or be um, unapproachable. Be cautious. Be extremely cautious. Um, Like I said, protect your energy. Protect Mm -hmm. your art. Protect your IP, your intellectual property, man. Mm -hmm. So um, I just wanted, we went off on a tangent, but... um, Big R.I.P. to Juice World. Yeah, big R.I.P. Um, to Juice World, man. It's too young. To the younger generation, if you do yeah. mess with the codeine and the pills, uh, be careful, man. That's all I can say, really. Because, like, I could be an OG and be like, yo, what the fuck are y'all doing, younger generation? Stop fucking <laughs> doing drugs. But it's not going to come yeah. across right to them. Yeah. It's like I'm talking at them or I'm talking down to them. It's, the, it's all in the way you deliver. Yeah, man. Thing. That's why I said it like, you know what I mean? Be careful, yo. Mm-hmm. You're seeing a lot of your artists die, like the little peeps. A lot of them, yeah. Um, Juice World. Mac Miller. Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to see people with potential die prematurely because of drugs, man. And they got they getting money, so they out here just... Throwing their quality shit and yeah, whatever from whoever and trusting whoever with their yeah, lives, man. Yeah. And meanwhile, all that person is trying to do is get your bag shit, because yep. they know you got it. Yep. So they'll probably sell you some fake shit that'll kill you. You know what I mean? So big shout out to Juice World and his family. Um, condolences to his friends and family from the Blast Podcast. Um, on a lighter note. Yes, yes. How, how do you feel about Nick Cannon <laughs> uh, going at him, yo? Because, yo, um, I mean, yo, I'm not going to front, yo. Well, you like this that record? song, Pray For Him, where he uses the renegade flow. Yeah, that I'm, not, I'm not going to front it. Okay. Yo, dude, <laughs> it caught me off guard. Yeah, I was not expecting yeah, Nick to rap like that. I, I didn't think he was going to rap at all because he kept saying, ha, I'm not even going to rap. No, no, no. I knew he was going to rap. I, I knew he was going to rap. I knew he was fronting, I but... I was just going to leave it, leave it like that after the fucking... I heard the verse, my dude, and I'm like, yo! Yeah, okay, Nick! <laughs> okay, Nick. Who would have thought somebody listen, who listens to hip-hop would be like, okay, Nick. Would yo, say, bro, yo? like, you know me, I'm a battle connoisseur. No, yeah. I the love hip hop. The Renegade flow. That was kind of dope how he did that, though. I wasn't expecting that. Nah. Um, although a lot of people don't know the story behind Renegade, that a lot of people coin that flow to being 
um, M&Ms. Mm-hmm. The truth is, the, flows, the flow belongs to Royce. Yeah, I heard that. Because if you hear the original that, song from that. 2011, mm-hmm. Royce sets it off with that flow. And then Eminem mm. just piggybacks off that. Mm. There you go. You know what I mean? And then when... New if y'all didn't know about if that. If y'all didn't know that. If y'all didn't know. That flow is Royce to Five Nines flow. So, to hear... But, you know, of course, Eminem made it popular because Renegade got popular off Jay-Z's yeah, album. Yep, and yep. Blueprint was a Classic big album. album. Yes, yes, Blueprint. On Spotify now, you can check it mm. out. His entire catalog, which is great. But, yo... To hear Nick Cannon use the flow and, you know, put his words in there. Uh Uh I was like, oh, shit, called Eminem the devil and all that. I was like, look at you getting all NOI on me. Let me find out. And I mean, he he went hard. Although, I'll say this now, I do not think he wrote that verse by himself. Mm. I believe the black team had... A heavy influence in that verse. I'm not saying they all ghost wrote it. I'm sure that when he was writing, he was like, yo, give me a line for this flow. Because he probably told them, yo, I'm going to use this renegade flow. I'm going to start off like this. And they were probably like, yo, you should say this. Then you should say this. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm not saying that he didn't write it. Because the way he said the, the, the lyrics, I was like, yeah, he had some input on this. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. I was shocked. Invitation yeah. was okay. Yeah. Invitation, yeah. But when when they when they went to pray him. pray for him, yeah. I was like, I'm like, yo, you got the. I was like, look at you, got, Nick. I got, got the black squad getting at M. I'm like, M's probably looking at this shit like, yo, who the fuck are these guys, man? Yeah, look, man. Got these dudes just no, I know guys. Eminem probably knows. Um, the three, the Black Squad, because he's worked with the battle rap world before. Remember when they did the uh, Slaughterhouse? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah so he knows him. some of those guys. Right. But he's probably like, why are they coming at me so hard? Yeah, it did seem a little off and weird, but it kind of reminded me of um, like the Hot 97 days, yo. Like when Jay went up there and he had Rockefeller. Yeah, and, and Rough Riders felt some type spit, of yeah. way. Yeah. And then he, Jay didn't spit, but he had everybody else. I also rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that, that was, kinda, I remember that's like, that. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it that reminded me. That was legendary, though. Yeah. I'll never forget that because oh, no, that's, that freestyle put state property on the map. Yeah, you don't you don't forget about that time. Nah, yeah. nah. Because, and then after that, if you remember Cassidy and Freeway Battle... Where Cassidy chewed Freeway in the oh, uh, studio. Yeah, and he had him begging for a beat. For a beat. Yeah. I remember the hip-hop world was going crazy off that shit. I'm like, yo, no way. It sounded like Freeway Battle because at that time, niggas wasn't battling. Battling like, like that. Especially no, no, no. Yeah. like a mainstream artist. Yeah. So it's like Freeway's battling. Oh, shit. And then he got, he got smoked. Smoked. He got smoked. But yeah, I mean, I see a lot of these MCs are very confident are going, at going at Eminem now. Because it's, it, think yeah. about it. If you, go, if you go at M, after he just went at you, you kind of give your platform a push up. It did it for MGK for a little bit until Killshot came out. Yeah, Killshot came out, yeah, no one cared about yeah, MGK yeah. anymore. But people were talking about MGK after Eminem threw his shot, mm-hmm. then M- MGK put out his song. 
People were like, oh, shit. That shit was kind of dope, too. Man. It was yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah. The it song was, was tough. Shit. Don't get me wrong. But then Killshot came out. And everyone was like, yeah, we forgot it. The white boy can rap. He can really, really rap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so then I see the Family Ties song, which is a good album, y'all. Check out Fat Joe's album mm. with Dre from Cool and Dre. It's a good album. You could spit a little bit too, man. I Dre? like uh, Lord, oh yeah, Lord Above. Yes. Even before uh, Lord Above, like he always used to have Dre had, here and there. yeah. Like he's got he's got some, he's got some bars, you know? he's got, yo. Yeah. He's nice. He he knows yeah, his bro. lane. Yeah. I'm gonna say that he knows his lane. Um, so to hear him and Fat Joe have an album together, I was like, oh, that's dope. Mm -hmm. That's a good look by Joe to do. I noticed a lot of artists are doing those um, collab albums now. Um, Currency and um, Smoke Dizza just did one. Smoke Dizza and Benny the Butcher did one. Um, uh, what's his name? Styles P and Styles Davies P and, and Davies did Beloved. I'm starting mm. to see that's becoming a pattern now, and I'm like, I like this. Yeah. I like this because who else did one earlier this year? Two for one, no. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> two, two for Hell one. Yeah. Joel Ortiz and Fred the Godson did Ooh, one. I gotta hear that. And that's that called it's called Gorilla Glue. Heatmakers did all the beats. Cause Fred the oh man Fred the he has an album out called oh, God Level oh, Fire Fire. There's artists that when you listen to hip hop and it's just like yo, what's this dude gonna say? I know he's gonna say some oh, shit every time he's my guy. Some hot shit. That's how I felt about Fab. Like there were no wasted bars. Like everything was just some just creative punch, punch, shit. punch, well, punch. Fred the Godson, wow, yo, him too, man. It's Fred the Godson. He's nice man. He's fucking nice. Yo. I had the pleasure of interviewing him, yo, doing Rock on the Radio. Oh, man. yeah? Yeah. That's yeah. what's up, yo, yeah, because, man. yo, Fred the Godson is hip-hop. Oh, like, big time. his bar game is out bar control, none. Bro. Like, it's pun intended. Like, it's, no one's touching him, yo. That's why when I listen to God Level, I'll be like, that's the perfect name for his album. I think it's like 10 songs. He's just he's, going he's, he's, in. He's been nice. You got to listen to Gorilla Glue. Heatmakers produced it. I think it's like six, seven songs. I could be wrong. It's an EP. It's um him and Joel Ortiz just exchanging bars. Fire. Fire, fire. Oh, I think Cameron got that album coming out soon, too. Purple Haze 2. Purple Haze 2. I think it's yeah. dropping next week or, well, it's Sunday. This week, the 20th, I think it's dropping. I'm not sure. Um, Someone else is dropping on the 20th. You know, it's the fourth quarter. People usually drop their, their um, classic yep. or their contributions to hip-hop around this time. So to hear that Purple Haze 2 is coming out soon, listening to Cameron during the winter is always a plus mm -hmm. for me. And I know you heard that Purple Haze, the first one. Yeah. Oh, come on. That's, that's, that's classic. classic. Yeah. That one, Come Home With Me, oh, those, those albums right there. And, of course, I was a fan of SDE, although I, I knew, although I knew it could have been much better. That... Uh, that SDE and uh, there was another one. I think I'm not sure if it was come home with me, but Cam's earlier days when he was going through shit with uh Un yeah Rivera, yeah like that's SDE yeah Confessions of Fire that's what I'm Confessions that's what I'm of Fire the too, first yo. album the he very first album like Confessions it was Confessions of Fire SDE yeah man then Spitting he had his vicious, issues bro. his label issues with Sony and Un then he got signed uh, Dame saved him then it was Come Home with Me Purple Haze. And what was the other Come album? Come Home With Me was nice. Man. Come Home With Me was fire. Come home with that me. reinvigorated Cam, and that that's what helped build Dipset. 
and Purple Haze. Purple Haze really put Dipset on, on the map. Yeah. Because he was working with all his Dipset niggas on that. You know those those skits were real, right? Yeah. All those shits? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yo. <laughs> well, the Jamaican dude. Yo, Cam, like, yo, Cam is a fool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yo, what's your poom poom, dog? He said, what's your poom poom, dog? <laughs> yo, that shit is mad funny, yo. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, What were you talking about? Cam, right? We were just uh nah, we, we were just we went on a tangent. Yeah, we <laughs> That's what we do. Okay, but yeah, okay. on a, we wanted to go on a lighter note because that juice oh, yeah, world Nick thing. Cameron, Ed, Nick, you know, oh yeah, Nick, Nick Cannon. Cannon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were we were done with Nick Cannon though. Cause I, I, I was just really shocked at his verse. I wasn't shocked at him going to Eminem. Because like yeah, I said, it's ongoing. It's, it, ongoing. It, it's like you said, it's ongoing. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Him throwing shots at Nick Cannon and Mariah's not nothing mm-hmm. new. Um, but it boosts Nick Cannon's platform, especially having uh, Shook Knight on the phone on oh, one of the yeah, songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it's smart. It's entertainment. Yeah. Nick Cannon is an entertainer. Mm-hmm. He knows that in some people's eyes, he's not going to beat Eminem. Some people hold Eminem as the greatest rapper ever. One of them. You know what I'm saying? So that's to me, he's one of them. He's not yeah, well, the. He's not the. Nah, yeah, not he's one of them. But I can see him catching the L to somebody though. Mm-hmm. If he fucks with the right, that's one thing I'll give Eminem. There's certain MCs he won't fuck with. He knows who yeah. he, who to fuck with. There's certain MC like I've never seen Eminem say anything slick about Nas. I never seen him say anything slick about Busta Rhymes, Jay. They have problems? No, never. That's what I'm saying. He never, oh, yeah. but yeah. you know he likes to yeah, poke. Cool. He he likes to poke even at people he's cool with. But there's certain MCs he will not poke at, at all. And I was like, uh huh. But he was out there, Benzino. Yeah, what well, Benzino? Benzino asked for it. <laughs> ja asked for it. Like some of the rappers uh, that he went at asked for it, but there were some other rappers where he just do a jab at, like Cannabis. Cannabis was like, what the hell? Why is this dude talking about me? Well, we threw a random shot at that. Yeah, and then Cannabis tried to throw it back, and then he killed Cannabis. But Cannabis was, you know, dated to me. His style was dated. Eminem was like the new type of lyricist. Yeah, so that's because a can- look Cannabis was like mid to mid '90s, late '90s lyricist. From his era, and then to Eminem's era, the the lyricists evolved. Mm-hmm. Be- they became more flow friendly yeah, but yeah. still killed syllables yeah. cannabis didn't really have a flow but when he spoke yeah yeah wordplay yeah wordplay <sighs> you listened mm-hmm. because he was gonna say some shit that'll be like what second round knockout cool probably thing. one of the greatest disses ever yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, but i say he got it yo i, ooh, I think I'll he won i think he won yeah i think he won easy yeah. I don't care how many diss songs LL came with after that. <laughs> Second round. that bus was cool. Can that bus was all right. Although cool. I heard a rumor that he didn't write it. Ooh. That's a rumor I heard. Ooh. I can't prove it. It's Ooh. a rumor. Ooh. I haven't heard I never heard that. Yeah, one. no, it's a rumor. Yikes. It's a rumor that he did not write it. Yikes. So I was like, ugh. And it didn't, like, if you listen to L, you'll notice that it didn't sound like him. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't LL that was going for the jugular. It was like I'm a, I want to sound up to date, but still, you know, be LL. And I was like, yeah. that ain't you, man. You, you, so this, this, you, Mr. Mama said, knock you out. I never thought about that. Yeah, I was like, nah, man. Because remember, yeah. that's when he dropped the album. 
Was it 10? Was it 10? Was it the album 10? No, it was the album that had the song Ill Bomb on it, and um, I think Can I Bust was on there too. Oh man, I, it might have been. Was 4321 on that album? Yes, it was that album. Because it was that, okay. Yeah, Is it 10? Was that 10? Yo, LL, I know Veggie's probably like, how dare y'all yeah, mess right. this up? <laughs> oh my God, just look this up. But yo, like, I know it's because LL's discography is so vast. People, like, for those of y'all who don't know, LL. Phenomenon, I think is good. That was, that was, was it Phenomenon? It was Phenomenon. That yeah. was an amazing album, too, yo. I had a feeling it was Phenomenon. I was thinking that, but I wasn't sure. I, I wasn't sure if it was yeah. Phenomenon or 10. Okay, so it's Phenomenon. Yeah, it was Phenomenon, yep. I heard, because remember, that was his rebrand again. He was trying to come back and stay, like, up, up top. Yeah. Because he didn't like the fact that he wasn't up top anymore because, you know, you had the Jay-Z's, the DMX's. Oh, yeah, and it was changing. Yeah, the, something different. The change know? of the guard was going mm -hmm. down. You know what I mean? And he didn't want to give up the torch just yet. You know, so big shout out to L. He lasted a little while longer. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it did work. And he got that but, um, crossover money too. <laughs> and he went into the entertainment world and acting. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you know what? I'm good on music now. Yeah. So, yeah, man. So, and I think now he's an investor. I think he's working on the uh, big three with um, Ice Cube. That's dope. So, shout out to L. Uncle L. L. Yeah, man. So, um, hey, man. Nick Cannon, keep up the good work. Let's get into it. Booty Gate. Booty Gate. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Booty Gate. Um, oh, she is not shy about showing off that body, man. Lizzo. Shout out to Lizzo, man, representing for the BBW. Showing them cakes. Show, showing them cheeks to the world. Oh, it's the bakery, boy. Hey, look. Um, I have no problem with a woman expressing herself yes. however she deems fit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, girl, you know society's going to try and you know, come get on, you out of here, girl. This, like me, I didn't have a problem. With, trust me. I looked. I looked, Lizzo. I looked, uh -huh. girl. Hey, I looked. I checked it I out. I looked. Girl. <laughs> I looked at your twerk video too. I looked at all your photos. I like BBWs. That's yeah. what I do. Okay? No, ain't nothing wrong with a little, little BBW yeah. in your life. They'll make sure you're eating good. All right? Yeah, but I mean, what I wanted to talk about, all jokes aside, because I mean, we did discuss this off mic. Yeah. It was kind of crazy because we know we understand the hypersensitivity of society now. Mm -hmm. But we also brought up wouldn't it have been a big issue if Rihanna wore it? Wouldn't it have been a big issue if... That's a really good question. Cardi wore it. Would the people have just been like, oh, uh, Cardi B steps out in new fashionable cheek-out jeans. You know what I'm saying? they probably fucking do it like that, spin it like that. But because Lizzo is... A woman of, of heavy... A different class. Yes. Society probably feels like, oh, why is she doing that? I call it fat phobia. Really? I think there are people out there that still hold on to this particular standard of beauty that you have to look like mm -hmm. a Greek god and goddess for you to mm -hmm. really show your body. And people are like, no, we're progressive now. We're more forward thinking. Mm -hmm. We're more about body positivity. Someone shouldn't feel ashamed of how they look mm -hmm. because they don't look like the Greek god or goddess. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of the shame that was going her way was, uh, what's the word, disguised with, you know, the whole, um, 
you know, the easy stuff you can grab at. You know, oh, the kids or, oh, she shouldn't hold herself like that. Why she shouldn't hold yeah, herself yeah. like that? Because she's big? Or that she's because she's a woman? Yeah, all that other shit is irrelevant. The yeah. Only, the only case in point I see they have an argument is because of the kids. It's offensive. Yeah, thing, yeah, but my... It's, it's I was cracking jokes about that. But no, I understand where people are coming from yeah. with that because, you know, some people don't want to expose that to their children. Yeah, because in a club or some shit. No she beef. Been, yeah, she yeah, would have been, yeah. been fine. Performance. Yeah, so no it's beef. All, it's, all about, it's all about the The thing is, you went to a public place mm-hmm. where all ages are allowed, and you had your ass out, and you were in the front row. Mm-hmm. And cameras were on you. And then she danced with something too. Yeah, I think she bust out a twerk right quick oh, to and, show. And that is like, yeah, my ass is out, my ass is out. Yeah, I think yeah, because I think people were saying, because you know the raucous crowd at the yeah. NBA scene, they're probably like, Lizzo, let's see your dress, Lizzo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she heard it, and then she, got she was probably under the influence, drinking quiet. a little bit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Drinking. I've seen that. She she's an drinking. entertainer. She's gonna, you know what? She's like, you know what? Let me go viral right yeah. quick. Start feeling herself a little bit. Want to shake the cakes around a little. She won Entertainer of the Year. <laughs> yeah. So she fact. knows. She absolutely knows exactly what she's doing. And That's why I had no beef with it. Sure. Because one, I was like, I joked. I forgot to mention this. I was mm-hmm. joking about, um, because people were like, oh, there's kids there. There's kids there. I'd be like, you need to stop it. There's kids that seem much worse and they're at home on their computer. Mm. That's a fact, too. <laughs> Yo, people got so mad at me. I was like, yo, I'm only joking, but it's the truth. Y'all can't say I'm lying. That's a fact. Some kid could hear the word, what, dick and pussy from an older kid outside and be like, what is that? Porn. Oh, that's what that is. Oh, shit. Porn. And then, boom, whole world changed. Let's see, you know, it's got showing up. That's it. That's it. That's why I'm like, come on, don't give me the kid shit. I, but I do understand when it comes from people that are genuine about it. Mm. But when it's coming from people like news outlets, I know you're not being genuine about it. Because I've seen you praise other people wearing similar exposing clothing and mm-hmm. called it a fashion trend. Mm-hmm. Why isn't it a fashion trend on Lizzo? Mm. Is it not a fashion trend because she is of heavy stature? Definitely. I'm cutting straight through the bullshit. Yeah. That's what this is all about. Yeah. That's what it's all But it's lucky enough to be disguised kind of because it is at a family setting. Yes. So they got safe with that. That's why they, that's they, why they had they an argument. It, yeah. Like, if it was at a club and, I, and they were saying this, I would be like, ooh, you're exposing yourself mm-hmm. because she's at a club. Yeah. This is 18 and up, 21 and up. Right. Maybe sometimes exactly. even 25 and up. So she can wear whatever the fuck she wants. Exactly. If it was a performance and you said something, yeah. ah! It would have said... It may not have been. It as wouldn't have good. been crazy because I would have been like, "What are kids doing there?" At a because, Lizzo show. Because I think she actually had another show where she had a like her ass out or whatever. Yeah, I think she wears like a leotard and when was, she performs. Uh, yeah, I think. And I think this, this and I think this was like an adult show or uh-huh. something. But uh-huh. nobody said nothing. See, so which that's what I'm saying. Like it's like you said, it was a safe location for them to use the disguised yeah. excuses. You know what sugar, I'm saying? To de- sugarcoat the real thing. Yeah, man. Definitely, definitely. Um, what else is there we wanted to discuss? Um, we talked about Lizzo. Oh, you said Jay-Z announced the new CEO of uh, Rock Nation. Yes, he did. He did. He did, man. He did. Let me get into that. Yeah. Uh, Desiree Perez. Oh. You know what I'm saying? They announced it on Friday. 
she was operating as the role of the COO since 2009. Yeah. You know what I'm so now she's the co, and she was also the co-founder of the company. Uh, she she's the a, CEO yeah. now. Now they appointed her the CEO. It's effective. That's what's up. Yep. She will lead the the, com the company in the growth and development of the entire company, including music, management, all new business development, philanthropy, publishing, touring, TV, and film development. Wow. She will also take over CEO. She's taking over CEO position from Jay Brown, who is now the vice chairman of Rock Nation. Brown will continue oh, so to coach. Brown moved up. Yep. So he moved up, and he kept it, for it, man. Yo, he kept it. At, he kept all the advancements home, yo. That's what's up, yo. Jay's fucking smart, man. Yeah, he usually does this, man. Like he's see, he he, you he notice how he, he rewards on. loyalty. Of course, it should, loyalty should always be rewarded, yo. Yo, like she been there. Remember, because when you said mm -hmm. it, I was like, "Whoa, Desiree Perez, she's been there since '09, yep. I think, when it yep. started." And That's she was COO, right? COO. Yeah, right. Chief yep. Operating Officer. So she was very hands-on mm -hmm. with the day-to-day -day of Rock Nation. So to see her get rewarded after ten years of great work. To CEO. To CEO, Chief Executive Ooh. Officer. That means Shout out to you, girl. You make the decisions. Mm -hmm. I mean, who else would be better? Think about it. She's been building the platform, building the brand for she 10 does. years. Who else is not the who would who else would be a better person than her? She see she's been at all the meetings and everything because she was co-founder. So she's been through the She knows the, the goings so she knows on. The song, she knows the nuances. She knows everything. Exactly. Big exactly. shout out to her, man. That's what's up. That's a great position for a woman. CEO, that should be every woman's favorite position. Mm -hmm. CEO. Big shout out to her, man. Master P. Master I see he's P. in the uh Food world yeah, again, because yeah. remember we spoke about um, Big Papa Burger before. Mm -hmm. Now he got his own ramen noodles. Ramen noodles and uh, don't forget the rap snacks too. That's right, yeah, rap chicks. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. forgot he's yeah. in the rap snacks game. Yo, he's smart, man. He's smart. Hey, you know these these uh, flavors actually sound pretty good, man. Mm -hmm. He's got hot and spicy Cajun shrimp, creamy chicken gumbo, spicy picante chicken, sirloin steak. Bro, he's going in. He's trying to go in, man. He said, if you ain't eating rap noodles, then you shouldn't be eating noodles because this is the best of the best noodles. I'm actually uh, intrigued. Yeah, is I he is he good. putting that in stores like um like the, the big stores? Um, well, it didn't say how he was going to be distributing it. Oh, right we'll now, probably get news like, on it. About it. Yeah, we'll probably they got, get news. They got rap snacks out here. You know, we might see them in the grocery store or something. I don't know. You never yeah. know, bro. Rap snacks is cool. I've never actually had it. I didn't. I haven't had a bag of rap snacks. Nah, nah. I haven't had a bag yet. But I'm trying. Anytime I get around somewhere, like whenever I'm like out of the tri-state area, mm -hmm. I always look around to see if I can find a bag so I can try it. Yeah, I don't, I don't sure, even care yo. who the rapper is. Yeah. I just want to try it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I haven't tried them either, yo. Yeah, I'm dying because like I see it's a movement like down south. A lot of them like support that, and I'm yeah. like, see, man, I need to get on that. I need to get on that so man. Any Please. any of you bodega owners who listen to us, retail stores who sell, you know, chips and stuff that listen to us, get some rap snacks, please. Yeah. Nah, get some in the New York what, area. What, Rockland County. Board? You know what I mean? We'll come by. I'll come patronize the store all the time. <laughs> I'll buy several bags. Shoot, I'm telling you. 
Please, please, please. So big shout out to Master P. Like I said, he's one of the CEOs, one of the entrepreneurs that I look up to because I've watched his growth. Movies, sneakers. Yeah, like from No Limit Records to what he's doing now. Um, So to hear that he's going into the culinary arts world as hard as he is going... It's it's super dope. So big shout out to Master big P. Shout out to Master that P. That was a, a dope joint there. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Afro cella concerts and music festivals. Is that something new? Yeah, man. Um, you know how African culture is right now. Of like course. That whole, that Afro whole, beat that whole vibe. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. So it says uh, African music and culture they're going global. There's a concerted effort to create and connect to the continent and to the continent in Ghana and Nigeria specifically, mm-hmm. a number of events, festivals, concerts, activations have grown to prominence over the past five years, attracting newcomers and serving locals. This year in December, we'll harvest a crop of opportunities for those abroad and at home to tap into the music, art, food, and fashion of the mm. new wave vanguard. So I'm not surprised, I'm not surprised with that, man, because it's- I like that. That vibe is so heavy in uh, hip That's music, probably- man. That's like a go-to track for a lot of artists. To Dude, they, that yes, that vibe, Afro man. vibe, because yeah, they man. see that the Afro beat That's and a lot selling. of people are trying to get back in touch with their roots. Um, you may have remember um, Veg and I discussed how back in the 90s, mm-hmm. there was this strong Afrocentric mu- movement within music yeah, yeah, and hip hop. Yeah. Well, I think this is the resurgence of that, but it's not with just medallions and everything. Now it's with the music now, mm-hmm. like to the point where people are going to Nigeria and Ghana to appreciate the culture, not just through food, mm-hmm. not just through fashion, but through the music, through the music as well. Yes. And that myself in particular, I've been dibbling and dabbling to afro beats the past two years mm. and i love it i actually learned some of the languages by listening to the afro beats it's dope yeah it's so just, it's, it's music, when when man. you when you sent that topic to me and i saw afro cella i was like damn i think <laughs> this might be the first festival i go to because i told you before i don't like festivals yeah but afro cella yeah that's something like yo come i on. have to go that's think be about nice. all the beautiful Black mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. that are going to be there. Mm-hmm. American, African, mm. Caribbean. Oh, my God. Ooh, chocolate factory. Just, oh, my God. Chocolate city chocolate all over city. again. Oh, my God. Dude, city. I was just thinking about it. And the thing is, like, Afrochella, I'm hoping that's during, like, the summer. So we, yeah. so, so the ladies are barely wearing anything. Oh, yes, I know yeah, I sound like yeah. a pig right now. I'm sorry. But I'm just, yeah, I just man, love the women, female women, anatomy. Women listen to the show. I know, I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I love the female anatomy. That's all. I'm nah, sorry, listen, listen, nah, But, y'all, think about that, though, man. Nah, that's, that's a hell like, of I'm going I'm, I'm to I'm keep my eyes on that, the whole Afrochella thing, because yeah, check that, look whenever it. that goes down, I'm going to try and get tickets and be there, because I know they're going to have artists from the homeland come oh, over yeah, here and perform, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that, and you know there's going to be some of the main street artists here who have the Afro beat sound in their yep. music now to come and perform on this Afro cello stage. So, man, listen, that that story dope. is dope, man. Yes, sir. For real, for real. So, yes, make sure y'all keep your eyes out for Afro cello for all my Afro beats fans. But we're going to stay in the motherland. Perfect segue. Ooh. Huge shout out 
to Miss Universe. Twenty second, actually, man. Twenty second of uh, New what? York, yep, in Queens. Twenty second of what? This month. This month? Yep. Oh damn, that's too soon. Yeah, too soon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go, go, okay. Go. That's all good. We're we we, we right gonna now. see. We gonna see what's good. But mm -hmm. um, shout out to Miss Universe. Killing it, man. Miss South Africa. Catching another dub. Yes, sir. Another one, man. Rosie Beanie Tunzi of shout South out. Africa, man. Speaking of beating out, up. yes. Very gorgeous. Did not wear a weave. Wore her natural hair. Oh, natural. Just like Miss Teen USA. Mm. Wore her natural hair. No weave. I'm loving the fact that the African standard of beauty is getting the forefront. Yes. I'm upset that it took so fucking long. Mm -hmm. well, we finally, finally here. But we here. Getting the recognition. We are getting the recognition. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to spoil the celebration with, you know militaristic or a militant point of view. Well, I am happy yes. for this queen and all the queens because for the first time in history that Miss Universe, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, and Miss America are all black women. Mm. And clap on that. You know what I mean? Killing her. Applause for, for the, all the black women out there. God damn it. Black woman magic. What the beautiful. hell is going is on out there? And all, good, all, all of them are beautiful women. It's always good to get that recognition, man, because I feel that us as a people are so underappreciated sometimes. Man, man so, listen. You know what I mean? This is why I brought this topic up. Um, as you said, underappreciation. Mm-hmm. As you heard me say before, it was the first time in history that all four of those pageants were won by black women. Mm. We have to have a discussion about that. Knowing the brothers that we are, knowing the platform that this is. Mm -hmm. we, I feel that we finally got a topic to where we can discuss the women and we don't have to sound like pigs. We're actually going to defend them because... For as long as these competitions have been going on, no it man. is now 2019, mm. and we finally got four black women to win these competitions. Mm. Um, Came back with a vengeance. Heck yeah. That's, and the thing is, that's how we do. Like, oh every time God, they try man. to keep us down, we come back mm -hmm. tenfold. A million fold. Like that's, we come back hard. Like we took the we right took there. these competitions this year. They <laughs> couldn't deny us. They couldn't deny our queens. They're like, all right, y'all, y'all just too fine. Here, here yeah, you go. Y'all yeah, go. got it. Y'all got it. Well, you know what? Last time, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, like, yeah, y'all got it. Y'all got it. We can't. We can't even front. <laughs> I mean, um, shout out to er, that. Yeah, shout out to that. Earlier yeah. in history, black women were barred from these pageants dating back to the 1920s. Even after the organizations began changing their uh, rules to accept women of all races, there was still a lingering frustration and opposition to join. Only in the last 50 uh, years um, have black women become more prevalent in these competitions. Uh, 1977, Miss Universe uh, Janelle Commission won. First black woman to win that. Miss Universe started in 1952. Oh. The first black woman won it 25 years later. Crazy, right? Man, so we've been in the drought since then, huh? Oh, bro. Wow. 
This is why I wanted to talk about this. 1983, Miss America. You know who that was? No, who was that? Vanessa Williams. Oh, the singer, right? Yes. Vanessa Williams. That's funny because some people within our collective may argue or try to police her blackness and be like, well, she's not black. Was she half and half? I think she's half and half, but you know how Mm. people get with that. So I'll, I'll go with Vanessa Williams as being the first black woman. I'll take that. 1983, Miss America. Miss America was started in 1920. First black woman. And if you want to police her blackness and say she's not really black, won it in 1983. 63 years later. Her name was Vanessa Williams, like I just said. Mm. 63 years. We count that. She got black in it. She's got, yeah, we count that. I'm going to take that. I don't, you know, I. I don't police I don't police people's blackness because the whole race construct, which we'll be getting into sometime soon, is a construct created by a dominant group to create social context. It wasn't created by black people. We just started. We just followed suit because that's what we were called. Hey. You know what I'm saying? So whatever. I'm taking that. <laughs> hell yeah, hell Miss yeah. USA. First woman to win Miss USA was Anne Marie Gist. Um, that was in 1990. Miss USA began in 1952. So that was about 38 years. Yeah, 38 years before a black woman won that competition. And Miss Universe. No, I'm sorry. Miss Teen USA. The first black woman to win Miss Teen USA was in 1991. And her name was Janelle Bishop. Miss Teen USA began in 1983. So it didn't take them long to, no, 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 you know no. what I'm saying? They probably had some black women in their committee with the Miss Teen USA. You never know. But it didn't take them long. But you heard the nastiness behind the other competitions. Yeah. It took football numbers time. before our queens was recognized. And I wanted to highlight that because I see a lot of women go crazy over this, hmm. which I don't have a beef with now because our, our queens run it now. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> our queens run much. it now. Um, but before, like, I used to see women go crazy over this and I used to lose my shit. I'd be like, yo, they don't even represent y'all. And if they do represent y'all, they throw a fucking weave on their head, mm-hmm. which I don't have a problem with. If the woman made that choice that she wanted to put on a weave, mm-hmm. fine. That was her decision. But if she was forced to put on that weave because they felt that her hair was too, quote unquote, ethnic. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's beef. Different. Big beef. Beef. Big, like, big I'm, beef. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'll be tight. Like, I'm screaming on the um, organization. Put on a weave, what the fuck? Nah, 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 nah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I was super happy to see uh, Zozabini win it with her natural hair. Mm-hmm. Shortcut too. Um, and I was happy to see uh, Miss Teen USA win it. With her natural hair. You know what I'm saying? With her curls. Natural so, black beauties. That's it, man. I love it. I it's love it. The European standard of beauty is no longer the standard of beauty. Shout out to that. Change. Change and progression. I love it. I love the fact that our queens are being recognized because for so many years, and it's been true, um, the black woman is probably the most underappreciated um, being on the planet. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the black woman is the mother of civilization. Mm-hmm. So it's good that we get 
so, something back. Yeah, man. man. And I had and I had and I had to highlight it on this show because I felt responsible to do it. Because we, we have the here, platform. Right? This like you said, that's what mm-hmm. we do here. We have the platform. People listen. We have lady listeners. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they're gonna be super happy to hear us do this coverage. And we did it tastefully, I feel. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, definitely. we showed the ladies love. Respectful. We exposed those organizations for their nastiness for so many years and finally coming around to the fact like, yeah, you know what? The African standard of beauty is up mm-hmm. there. Because they start, you know what I think too? They're starting to see that many of the women that aren't of African descent are starting to buy African features. Bigger lips, higher cheekbones. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So they're like, wait a minute. Why are they altering the way they look? We thought that was beauty. Why are they trying to look like them? Mm. Oh, shoot. Okay, maybe we got it wrong. Yeah, Yeah, don't worry. Y'all are late bloomers. We understand. (laughs) We understand. We love you still. Y'all are late bloomers, though. But, um, yeah, man, I'm I'm dope. You know what I really like about this? What? For the younger girls, like your daughters, Mm. like my niece, Mm. like all my nieces. They see a woman being called the most beautiful woman in the world, and she looks just like that. Damn, yes, yes. That's a win. Yes. That is a win, dude. Yes, yo. So I was like, I think um, Zosine, so, so, what's her name? I don't want to butcher her name. She's, she's a queen. I can't mess up her, yeah. her name. <laughs> Zosie Beanie. She Maybe. said, I'm glad I won because now girls can see that the winner of Miss Universe looks just like them. I'm paraphrasing, of course, but yeah. those were her words. That was, those weren't her exact words, but that's what, that was the gist of what she, that's, that was the gist of her message. They, they see someone that looks like them now, and now they can aim for this dream. So much inspiration, man. Shout yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful, queens. man. Shout, shout out, out to the black queens, queens man. We yes, truly, truly yes. love you of all sizes, too. Don't think mm-hmm. we only uh, love a certain size. I told you I get down with the BBWs. Yes, I love wrong. y'all. Ain't nothing wrong with a little something extra. Though, mm-hmm. I love y'all, and I love the thinnesses. Don't get mm-hmm. it twisted. I love you, too. Thinness. All, all, all shapes and sizes. All, all shapes and sizes and complexions, baby. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? Big shout out to the black queens, man. Word, and um, we... That we just gave y'all another, another one great episode, man. I hope you people truly enjoyed another great episode. I enjoyed um, giving you this episode on a really mild December day. Yeah, man. It's, it's weird. It's nasty out here, man. Yeah, it's, man. it's real foggy and rainy yeah, out, yeah. but it's like warm. It's weird. In December, like near Christmas, it's usually like in New York, it's usually like 20... 30 degrees. Today was like 50. And I'm like, this would have been a nice day if the sun was out. Bro, the weather just all over the place. Well, you, you know, know. You don't know what to expect. You man. know, we're in New York, so yeah. the northeast is just nasty with weather. We get the nasty nor'easters where it's rain, ice, snow. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You, you already know the weather's weird around this time of year. But um, we're not a weather podcast. We're <laughs> but we're about to get out of here, family. Yes, um, yes. Precise, you want to give them your contacts and hey. how to get in, in touch with you, brother? Holla at me on IG, Beats and Eats. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you got two Zs on the Eats. Yeah. We're going to get something else. I mean, hit us up at The Blast Podcast. T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. 
And my man DSP, you know what I'm saying? Let them know where they can find you at, brother. Yo, you already know you can find me at DSPTHEGR8. Mm -hmm. I'm not too active on that page right now because I've been focusing on so getting blessed. a lot of followers and listeners to go to the uh, Blast IG page. I think I have like 3,000 followers on my other page, so I'm not really worried about that page right now. But I'll probably get back to it, do little posts every now and then, probably like a post a month or something, because like I said, my main focus blast page. is the Blast page. Like That's Precise good. said, it's at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Um, that's the home base. All of you, any of you artists want to get on to Sweet 16, please us DM us, DM Precise, or DM the Blast Podcast page. Don't be shy, we man. want to get you on. I mean, of course, we're going to have the, stu the guests at the studio spit verses for us and get us on there. But um, we want to open up the platform to you artists that want to promote yourself. Um, you want to spit a 16 bars, record it. Send it to us. We'll send you the email address to send mm -hmm. it to, mm -hmm. and we'll put it on the platform. It'll be right on the IGTV, and it'll be right in the series of Sweet 16. Right now, we have two series on IGTV. One is the Sweet 16, of course, and the other is DSP's Seal of Approval series. So you check out our IGTV. Why not? Another call to action. Rate, 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 rate. Please, please, rate, please. Leave them comments. Rate, Rate and comment, 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 give us, comment. Give us something, man. Please. Give us something. Give us something. Like I said, we're trying to get on these different digital streaming platforms homepage. Because if we get on there, we get different eyes and ears to come to the platform. Mm -hmm. And guess what? We put Rockland, we put Rockland County on the map because they're going to be like, wait, where are these guys from? What part of New York are these guys from? And we never tuck our town. We always proud to say we're from Rockland County. And uh, some of the artists say that they're from Rockland County and the uh, drops that we have. So they're going to know what it is about us. And we have our own platform. Yes, we do. It's Rockland County based, baby. Yeah, man. So help us get to the home pages. All you got to do is just give us five stars and uh, leave a comment. Big shout out to Peaches22. We still yeah, don't know sure, who you yeah. are. Where is Peaches, man? Who is, where yeah, is, yeah. and why is Peaches? <laughs> we want to know who you are. But thank we're you. We're still looking, yeah. Yeah, but real. thank you for that because... Mm -hmm. And oh yeah, thank you to the other person that rated because it was two ratings, yes, but they yes, didn't leave yes, a comment. Yes. So we can't shout you out, but thank you anyway. But thank you for listening to the Blast Podcast. Facts. We'll be back next week. You already know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Peace. Peace. Culture Wings. If you're looking for flavorful wings in the Rockland County, New York area, we've got the place for you. Give them a follow on Instagram at FTC Wings. Again, that's at FTC underscore W-I-N-G-Z. Place your order in the DMs or give them a call at 845-200-1600. Free delivery to those who are in the Havistraw and West Havistraw area. Please be sure to vote weekly on their Instagram page for the sauce of the week. Thai chili, honey barbecue, Cajun, 
lemon pepper, and garlic parm are the weekly wing flavors. Eight piece for $7, eight piece combo for $10. 16 piece for $14, 16 piece combo for $17. 24 piece for $21, 24 piece combo for $24. An order of fries is $3, loaded fries for $5. Mozzarella sticks are also an option. Eight for $5, 16 for $10. Beverages are all $1, which includes Coke, Sprite, and water. They have catering options as well. Please be sure to use the Blast Podcast promo code to get a free order of fries. Orders are taken only on Sundays from 12 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. These wings sell out fast, so don't miss out on the opportunity to taste the best wings in Rockland County, New York. Remember the name, Culture Wings. The Last Life Gaming Network is an over-the-top platform catering to the gamer. With numerous options upon launch, the LLGN will provide you with countless choices to start your experience. Shows such as collections, IRL, party games, playthroughs, and GUI, gaming under the influence, as well as highlights of Twitch and Mixer live streams, the network will have you itching for more. LLGN Sports will provide sports coverage as well as sports-related topics. With an interactive live stream schedule, the network will provide you with many reasons to be a part of our Last Life community. Make sure to subscribe to the Last Life Gaming Network on YouTube when it drops in the fall of 2019. Are you ready to be a Last Lifer?